On the level with Derek Richter from Level 8 Steam Cleaning and Restoration. And don't I know about that? Derek Richter <laughs> joins us in the studio. Um, usually we talk about these like these situations, these like hypothetical situations yeah. or situations that you've seen. But in this case, we can talk about, well, my own experience with Level yeah. 8. Yeah. Yes, uh, unfortunately. Yeah, the wet basement fairy came to visit my house and she left she left a mess. She did. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she did. And um, so I, of course, immediately called Derek Richter because I don't remember who that person is that told you, like, Amy's going to keep you busy, but yeah. I've kept you busy. You have. It was my dad's neighbor, and I think she was thinking more <laughs> of the carpet cleaning side, <laughs> and we were hoping not the water damage side. Yeah, but, but now I've got to experience both. Yes. Uh, some pump float got stuck, backup didn't work, and there we were with a little bit of water in the basement. And I will say a little, I mean, it wasn't like we were drowning in it, no. right? But it was just enough to cause a huge headache. It was, yeah. I mean, it was through out the whole thing and it was squishy and it doesn't take long right i mean no. you guys knew it was working it didn't take long to just you know back up and get everywhere throughout your basement so we got to dry it out quickly though yeah okay so the process is um well okay i'll say this i've used other this has happened to us before like nine ten years ago and we used another company and the process that we went through last time compared to this time it's clear that what happened last time was not done properly because we were like yeah you're just gonna set up some fans and leave and Derek is like uh no, no. that's actually not how it works no. I mean the process that you guys take to ensure that things are done properly and that you're not leaving behind a mess is really impressive yeah thank you and well that's the certification courses that we take and then also the training that we go through with all the employees too because the worst thing would be to leave something wet in your house and you not know it and then you have problems later that's the whole thing to avoid is to dry it out properly to a standard so when you go down there and it gets put back together there are no more problems down the road and that's exactly what we do to ensure that. Okay, so let's walk through the process a mm -hmm. little bit because, um, you know, I was like, oh, no, I know that this water has been sitting here just long enough and everything is soggy that this has this is definitely in our walls. We're mm -hmm. going to have to, like, cut out sheetrock. But you made it happen so that we could dry that out without having to cut out the sheetrock. Right. And that's what a lot of people actually think that when we sheetrock gets wet, that it needs to be cut out. But that's not necessarily the case. So the biggest thing is making sure that the insulation inside those walls it is not wet. If that's wet, then we do have to cut the walls out to remove that wet insulation. But when the walls just get wet, it's just seeping up, right? It, the carpet touches the bottom of the sheetrock or the concrete and it, it wicks up into the sheetrock because it's like a sponge just absorbs that moisture. So once we remove the baseboards from the bottom, we just actually can test it all with our meters to see how high up it has. We mark um, the level of the water in your walls, and then we just drill holes that would go behind your baseboards and in between the studs in the wall. So when the airflow goes throughout the basement, it actually gets into that wall cavity and dries up that drywall without having to cut it out. And you put your baseboards back on and cover those holes, and you don't actually have to cut the drywall out. It's brilliant. Yeah, it works I mean, pretty slick. A lot of people think that, oh, we got to cut the walls. Once those things are dry, they're solid. And there's, right. no, there's no reason to cut them out unless something behind the walls gets affected, like the insulation. But that sits up on the sill plate, so the water's got to get real deep to, to get that. Yeah, the, which is so interesting because you just instantly think like, well... The water's in the walls. You got to take down the walls, but you, you you were able to do it without having to do that. And the massive dehumidifier that you brought in. 
I mean, that thing is ginormous. Yeah, that one, that was a good one. Those weigh about 100 pounds each, and uh, those will pull a lot of moisture out of the air. So once you set those up and then they pump out the heat, you know, we come and check them every day to make sure that the humidity is going down within the structure and that the heat is coming is coming out of the dehumidifier because we want it warm in there. That cold moisture wants that hot air, so it wants to create that hot air. And those dehues pump out nice, and they self-drain, and they pull that humidity right out of the air. They work really good. Yeah, that was what surprised me, too, is, like, I'm like, it is so hot in the basement. We'd open the door, and it was, like, super hot when it was drying out. Mm-hmm. And you were like, yeah, we, you want it warm. Because in my mind, you don't want it warm. It just feels like things are getting wetter in warm air. I right. don't know why, but that's not not the case. It's not, because you're creating warm, dry air. That dehumidification is pulling that moisture out of there that's releasing from those wet materials. So you want it warm, because then that cold moisture wants to, to leave that the, the materials that are affected. And then those dehues work, do their magic and pull all that air. I want to guess that, unfortunately, I'm not the only person that's called you this spring. You are not. It's been... It's been something else. Is it spring. just like the sump pumps didn't get enough work last year because of the drought? That JJ's like JJ said that to me, and I was like, he, "You might be onto something." That's that's part of it. There's a lot of reasons why those sump pumps fail. One of them is they sit all winter, right, and they can rust out, or the floats get stuck, and that's a big one. The floats get stuck, or the that's backup backup batteries mm-hmm. sit too long, and they're not functioning. So then the backup doesn't work. Um, or you've had it in there for more than five, seven, eight years, and it doesn't work. We've also had some that have been fairly new when the float gets stuck. So it's all over the board. You can take every precaution in the book to try to prevent it, but sometimes it's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. I check mine daily. Oh, I bet. And, you know, and I do this, and I'm so paranoid about having it too, but it, it just happens, and it happens at the, the worst possible time, seems like. Right. So let's talk about a worst possible time. Let's say it's 10 o'clock on a Friday night. What are you supposed to do? Call us. So yeah, that's yeah. the get thing, the right? Pump, it, yeah, get the sump pump replaced first. Like if you get a plumber out there to replace that sump pump first, that's key because then it'll start pumping all the water that's left in that drain tile and it stops it from keep coming in. And then give us a call or start moving affected or material out of the affected areas. If you have some furnishings or if you have smaller items, get those out of that area. So by the time we get there, we can just start you know peeling back carpet or extracting water, doing whatever we need to do. We do help move some of the bigger stuff if people can't get it out too. But the more stuff you can get out of the way, the faster we can get to it and start getting it dried out. So I'm calling the second I step into the basement. So if I want an ice cream sandwich at one o'clock in the morning and that's when I feel the first squish, yep. that's when I call. It's it's usually about that time. Friday, <laughs> Friday afternoons, yeah. Friday evenings, yeah. you know, seem to but especially this year, all of our rains seem to have come on Thursdays and Fridays. Yeah, so then the weekends really has. have been slammed. Yeah. We've worked, you know, three weeks straight back to back and then took a day off for Easter and then three weeks straight again. It's just been you know how much moisture we had this year was it the second highest April yeah. moisture yeah. we've had and so yeah it's been a been an interesting year you're gonna be excited people. just to be carpet cleaning again and that, yeah now that's obviously <laughs> taken over <laughs> yeah with yeah. the with the lo- the delayed spring now that's really come full force too with the carpet cleaning so we're we're ramping up for that too okay so here's the deal though M- mine was more convenient it was like at six a.m. when it I was. texted yeah. you so that was more convenient we found it at about five a.m. yeah and so. that's and we got there quick I think yeah, I was you there did. at seven thirty to yeah. check and that day we had it we you had were there it, within yeah. an hour and a half I was like dang this is good stuff. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so tell us, um, let's get your phone number, all of that. And this is my plea to you guys. You don't know when this is going to happen. It's going to be at 6 a.m. or 10 p.m. or the worst possible time. So just put this number in your cell phone as level eight. Put it in as steam cleaning or restoration. However, you are going to remember this. So you can just search your contacts right. and call right yep. away. <laughs> yep. It's 701-371-0099. You can also find us at level8steam.com. Easy as that. Put it in there because 
I won't be the first. I wasn't the first, and I won't no, be the last. No, yeah. you won't, unfortunately. It's, it's <laughs> continuing to happen, too. So. Thanks, Derek. Appreciate thank, it. Thank you. Thank you.